I am with JP. It is Monday, November 6, and he had a visitation involving some Nordic extraterrestrials. So welcome, JP, to Exopolitics today. How are you doing, Doc? I really appreciate this moment in time that we're living and this moment in time that we're talking and bringing this beautiful information for everybody. You're listening to Exopolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala your source for the uncensored truth regarding the human, extraterrestrial, global, and political agenda. Click the like button and subscribe to this channel. And now, here's Dr. Michael Sala. When did this visitation happen? This happened two days ago. So we're talking Saturday, November 4th. So yeah, can you describe what happened? Where were you? I was driving in my car and I saw a light following the back part of my car. And I was like, man, what is this? You know, what the heck is this? So I pulled over and it was already dark. It was night. It's around nine ish. I pulled over and I'm like, what the heck is this? So I looked up and I saw a beautiful ship. The ship that I saw in Orlando, that I have a beautiful picture of it, the one that had the porthole. But this was at night. It was a beautiful, beautiful ship. One of my friends actually has a video of it. So we're still fighting to get that video to you to see if that video could be released to the public for them to see the ship. But he was farther away. Quite interesting that we got a video. The ship landed in the woods area. So I, I parked my car and I started walking towards the woods to see what it was. I felt a good vibe. That's why I walked to the woods. Similar to the same feeling I get when you visit the arcs, you know, or or when I went and touched the the ship over there in, in Brazil. And I felt that vibration, that same feeling. So I start walking to the woods, through the woods, and I see in the distance, I see that beautiful ship. It was glowing, a bluish white color, white, bluish blue, white, bright color. And then it dimmed down. It really dimmed down to like a navy blue fluorescent color. And it landed and it was humming. So I was like, do you hear me? I did not hear no answer back. So I kept walking towards the ship and I walked towards the ship. And I see a Nordic there standing. And he lifts up his hands. He does like this, like he puts his whole palm like that. And he does it to me. And I hear his voice and he tells me, I'm peaceful. You can come forward. So. So, so just for people that, that are listening to this and they don't see you, I mean, you, you just raised your palm straight up. Uh, the, the Nordic just raised his palm straight up and, and said, I'm, I'm peaceful, with his fingers all together, just pointing straight up you know, mm -hmm. in a sign of peacefulness. Yeah, I'm, I'm peaceful. You can come forward. So I did not hear a voice. I heard it in my mind. So I'm sure I'm sure they have the technology of 
telepathy. They're more spiritual, more enlightened, more technological than us. He had a uniform on. It was a military uniform. It wasn't a uniform that I seen before, but he was. He was dressed elegantly. Um, no tights. It was more of a loose pants, similar to what um, the Indians in India wear back in the older days. Okay, yep, like the baggy pants. Yeah, Aladdin, but it was all one color. Looking like Aladdin. <laughs> I, I, I said it in my mind, and he kept telling me, oh, I'm peaceful walk forward so i walk forward and i look at him straight in his eyes and he had a gaze a healing gaze a beautiful like when you look into his eyes it's like your whole body feels numb and you're like not hypnotized but you're like your eyes fixates with his eyes and he says come forward so i kept walking forward towards him and then a platform came down from the ship. The ship was the size of a half a school bus, but the height of a school bus. So it was a size of a half school bus, but the height of the school bus. Just in terms of feet, we're talking so 20 feet in diameter and and about 14 feet high. Is that about right? Yeah, around there. Around there, more 30 feet wide. Okay. Round. Like if you measure it from each angle, it's like 30 feet. And and it's typical flying saucer-like ship. But it was more smooth to the ends of it. But it was a flying saucer type ship. He tells me to come in the ship. And the platform comes down. He walks on top. I walk on top. And w- once you walk on this platform and you stand at this platform, your feet feels like magnets. So it, it fixates on the platform like you won't fall. And it goes up and it locks. So he said, sit. I looked around. I saw I saw a chair. It, it's like it's like made made with the ship, but you can clearly see it looks like a chair. So he told me to sit and I sat down and I asked him a question. I said, hey, I know that you guys went to the arcs. What's going on in the arcs? I felt like say, saying that to him, but I, I physically said it. I did not say it to my mind. And he told me that the arc was moving to the center of the Atlantic to position itself closer to a place where it was not worshipped but a place where it used to be so i thought man this is crazy so is there a possibility that the military will revisit the the arcs again he's like the possibility is slim but we're taking over all the arcs. We're taking over all the arcs. 
and now they're in charge of the Pacific Arc. So little by little, they're taking over the Arcs, the Nordics, and they're moving more to the center of the Pacific, more center to the Atlantic. And these arcs are vibrating. The arcs are vibrating. That, that he was telling me that the arcs are vibrating. I don't know what that means. And then he said to me that he needs me. And that he was going to get in touch with somebody else with another mission. And I said, how did you find me? And how, how, how did you know I was around the area? He's like, we feel, we know your vibration. We know, we, we know where you're at in all times. So some people have a certain vibration that ETs, they can pick up. And that's why sometimes they get followed all their life with these particular extraterrestrials because they monitor their, their vibration is different from other people in how they think and how they do things. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling the ship. Once you sit into these ships, you feel like the ship is part of you. So you feel, you feel happy, you feel healthy. You feel the ship connected to you easily. And a lot of flashes flashes through your eyes. Like when you're blinking, you flash like you see clouds and then you open your eyes and then you flash. You see other worlds like beautiful landscapes where the ship has been. And I told the Nordic, what's your name? And he told me his name was Jaffis. 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 But more with a yeah, Jaffis. Jaffis. I'm like, okay. Jaffis, okay. Jaffis. I'm like, okay, cool name. Awesome. Is there a reason why you want me to go on the ship? He said um, he wanted me to take and drink something that the, the ship had. So he gave me a beautiful, it, it looked like a glass cup, but it was thicker, a thick glass cup. And it had a blue substance inside of it. And he said, I need you to drink this. And I told him, hey, is this going to harm me? I feel really peaceful here. He's like, no, it's not going to harm me. This is going to stay in your system for a long time. And we're going to monitor you better with this liquid inside of you. And it connects to your to your bones. It absorbs into your bones when you drink it. So I drank it and it tasted similar to a mixture of lemon, pineapple, and like lemon, pineapple, and it left a taste. Not a bad taste, but like a perfume. You know, I don't know if you ever sprayed perfume in your mouth. That bad sensation that you get in the back. It doesn't hurt. Or not. It's just, uh, it doesn't an taste. Yeah, an aftertaste that was not as pleasant, but he said it was normal to have that taste. It goes away in a couple of hours. 
but I had that taste, like that dark chocolate taste, the after dark chocolate taste. And I felt good. I felt enlightened. I felt like I was getting more information. And I felt the urge. I think I told you, I think like two weeks ago or a week ago, that I felt like building a type of technology that I was building before. It's a type of healing technology. And I think after the interview, I'm going to ask, ask your opinion about it. I can't talk about it right now, but it's a type of healing technology, but it, it's like a better version of it using crystals and other things that I think we can use that we can find on Earth. So it's going to be quite interesting. So, yeah, he gave me that drink and he got up. And he went like this to me. He put his hand down and he got me on the platform. And I went to the platform and then he looked at me and he started crying. And I looked at him and I, in my mind, I said, why are you crying? He's like, because of what humanity has become. Things can change dramatically in this timeline. And he said that to me. So there's a there's something happening with a te temporal. Something with time timelines that is happening now that is really, really. Right now, I think everybody should be now in this time with, with a positive and more lovely heart in this moment of time, because when there's a lot of hatred, when there's a lot of things happening around the world, that's when timelines are getting messed up and certain things can come back and certain things can develop that can damage some of the things that has been happening. And I said, so I asked him, what do you mean about the timeline? What do you mean? He's like, soon you're going to get picked up again and we're going to take you to a place that we're going to show you about the timelines that we have showed to certain militaries around the world. So he went like this again to with his hand. He pointed to the platform and I looked at him and I started tearing up because I felt what he was feeling. So I went down, he stayed up and he looked down at me and he just waved at me and I walked out and I saw the ship. It closed up and went all the way up. It shined like a beautiful bluish white light down into the woods. It turned it turned everything like to daytime. And I saw everything like daytime. It was beautiful. Then it just went. It just shot straight up and became so small and disappeared. And I went back, <laughs> I went back and there was a cop with the lights on behind my car. And he was, he was investigating why my car was parked there. I walked, I walked, really walked in the woods. So I, I left the car and <laughs> with the lights and everything. But it was, it was in park. So the cop stopped me like he, he says, oh, I thought nobody was in the car. I checked the gas and it was good. The cop was telling me this. 
Um, you okay? What were you doing in there? Did you see that? I'm like, you saw what? He's like, did you see that just like in the sky? I'm like, yeah, I, I saw that. And he's like, oh man, that, that shit was crazy. Man. And I wanted to ask his name to get his testimonial. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, just a hey, drive safe. Next time, put your blinkers on. If you leave your car like that, I don't know if you're taking a piss or shitting over there, but next time, just. And I asked him again, did you see what I saw? And he's like, hey, man, I don't know, but stay safe. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so the cop went to the side and he left. I forgot to ask his badge number. That would have been good if I had his badge number. I got in the car and I started heading back home. And it was a beautiful experience with the Nordic. I haven't had experience like that since Orlando. So the, the craft in Orlando that you took a photo of, uh, it had that kind of big panel and it had like two figures in there. That's the same craft? Yeah. Okay. So we got a picture of that from that Orlando. So that's good. And you said there might be a video of this? That There might be a video. There might be a video of this. Okay. Of the ship taking off. Someone else so, took a video. And somebody might else took get that. Yeah, that would be awesome if I can get that. Yeah, okay. Well, too bad the, the cop wasn't willing to talk about what, what he saw. So the arcs are moving in the ocean. So, you know, we know there's one in the Pacific. We know there's one in the Atlantic. But the other arcs you've described, you know, Caldas Nuevas, uh, Ukraine, Russia, um, you know, they're all under land. So they're, I mean, I assume they're not moving. But but uh, the Nordic said that they took control and they're moving the arcs. So did they take control of all the arcs, even the ones in like the Ukraine and Caldas Nuevas and White Sands? They said that they're going to take control of all the arcs. But now they're really in control, the ones in the oceans. I don't know the ones in Ukraine, Russia, or Brazil. Yeah. And and did he explain to you why they needed you? Why he needed me? Yeah, yeah. Why, Why they needed you. If they're taking control of all the arcs, why they needed you? Did he explain that? No, he did not explain why he needed me. It did not cross my mind to ask him. But when I was visiting the arcs, I remember activating certain things in the arc that a lot of people were not able to activate. And because of my vibration, because of my, I guess, way of thinking, I think they know that my past is from somewhere else then I know some things that will be important for them too. You're connected to the arcs in some way. Do you remember like with when you went back to the Atlantic arc for the fourth time and you took the crystal and you said you guys got out and you were gone for like two days, but you thought you were only gone for like two hours? Mm-hmm. 
and and then you had flashbacks. You and other people had flashbacks of ETs in the Arctic. Do you have any more information about that? Have you remembered more about who those ET were? I just want to know if if they were like ETs, like these Nordics taking control of the Arctic, or whether they're like the crew. Well, I've been I've been having flashbacks here and there about different types of ETs interacting with the Ark. These Ark came from somewhere else, you know, and different types of ETs and civilization have a connection also with these Arks. So these Arks were built with a mixture of races. It, it wasn't just one race that built these Arks. So there's a mixture of races that built these arcs. And I, I think there's, it's not just on Earth that there's arcs. I think there's arcs in other planets as well. You know, they're like beacons. I say mm -hmm. beacons. Right. For, for, for those planets, for other planets that have these arcs that are buried there as well. So each planet has, has their arcs. You know, just in case something happens yeah. in, in their planet. Okay. But as, as far as those ETs that were inside the Ark, you know, when you went into the Atlantic Space Ark to get the jewel. Uh, you talking about ETs, the Nordics that stayed behind? No, that was the fifth, the fifth mission. In the fourth mission, you said that you guys were in there for two days but couldn't remember being in there that long. And then later you had flashbacks of you know some ets in there did you, you know and i just wanted to know if you remember anything more about who those ets were no i i don't remember who those ets were i know they certain sections of the arcs are run from different dna and different ets that they work together but mm -hmm. no I, I haven't got no information about the flashbacks about about the other ets mm -hmm. Being honest okay. here, you know. And you said that with your fifth visit to the Atlantic Ark, that there were the four Nordics that stayed in the Ark after you and the other guys, the four of you <coughs> soldiers got out, that the four mm -hmm. Nordics that were with you stayed behind. Were they dressed the same way as this Nordic in the craft that just picked you no, up? No, no, no. They were more, they were dressed as like a military type of, of uniform. But it, it is the same, the same type of Nordics, yeah. So you have the Nordics that are connected with the military, and then you have the civilian types of Nordics that connect with the civilian sector. The ones that are connected to the civilian sector, some of them wear a whole body tights, or they they look like they'll dress up like the baggy Aladdin type of pants, and their their clothes are really loose. Okay. All right. And and this Nordic that visited me, he was like six, probably like six, 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 five. And and again, blue eyes, long white hair. That's his eyes was whitish blue. Mm -hmm. Really nice eyes. <laughs> yeah. And and inside yeah. the craft, he was the only one inside that craft. He was the only one that I saw. Okay. I'm sure there was probably one more somewhere, but it did not come out. I, I, I really sense two beings inside the craft. Okay. 
So the craft was like 30 foot in diameter, you know, roughly size of a school bus, mm-hmm. 12, 14 feet high. But when you're inside, did, did it look any bigger than the than how it looked from the outside? It, it's weird, but yeah, it looks bigger. It, it does look bigger. And time does run different there. Time is different in these ships. And they got little compart like it's separated, like not walls, but they're like ramped it up and they separate like in triangles walls. So it could be a size 12 by 12 and then 12 by 12, 12 by 12, 12 by 12, but it's separated. And you get through these different rooms through the middle. Like you, you can curve to another room, you can curve to the other room, you can curve to the other room. And it's really lit up. So everything's like a whitish, bluish color. So you were just in one room, but there were like other rooms. Yeah. You get to, and there could have been other Nordics in other rooms. You, you, sent, you said you sensed two of them. Yeah. So you sensed I sensed one the other. one that was talking with me, that was there in the same room with me, that picked me up. And then there was another one. Now, it seems odd that he would give you a drink and then, like, pretty much let you out of the craft. I mean, that seems odd. Normally, drinks are, like, to prepare you for something. Mm-hmm. So why, why did he do that? Why did he give you a drink and then, like, okay, uh, you're on your way? Why was that? Did he give well, you any idea? No, he did not give me no idea. He just told me to drink that particular drink, and then he told me that, this drink will help them track me better. I see. Okay. All right. Well, that's I guess like... connect me connect me more with them in communication, more more I think it's a way to for me I have a feeling that is a way to connect with me them being in the farther distance. Okay. Well, be good to know if in the, your next mission with those ETs, with that Nordic, if he's the same one that picks mm-hmm. you up, if you find out more about what planet he comes from, if he's part of an organization, mm-hmm. would be interesting questions to ask. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people are going through these types of experiences. Okay. Well, anything uh, finally you want to say to the audience, maybe to our Portuguese and Spanish friends? Well, talking Portuguese. Para todo que está no Brasil, e neste momento vocês estão escutando tudo que eu estou falando, tá? Mas eu tenho um pressentimento. As pessoas que moram em Goiânia, que moram em Brasília, perto do Fazendas, vocês vão ser visitados, né? Se vocês veem um, uma luz, tá? Se você vê uma luz, não se preocupem. Em sua mente, você acepta essa, vita, essa visitação, tá? Now I'm going to talk to the Spanish-speaking people. Ustedes que vivem em haciendas allá em México ou em Sudamérica, em Peru, em Guatemala, Colômbia, um, Argentina, Chile, aquella gente que vive en la hacienda donde ve que no hay población de, de luz, donde ustedes ven las estrellas, ¿verdad? Bien, Perú, um, ustedes 
en estos tiempos, en estos meses, vas a recibir visitaciones de diferentes luces. No tengan miedo, recíbelas como si fueran feliz, porque es un tipo de, de, de bendición. So what I'm telling you is that right now in this month, this month, next month, to all those people that live in farms in Brazil and South America and Spanish speaking Latin America, everybody that's living in the farmlands to look up, they're going to start receiving visitations of these Nordic types of ETs. And people are going to start coming out and talking about these visitations also in Europe or all over Asia. They're going to start showing up, Doc. And they're going to start visiting to certain people that have this type of vibration. That's awesome. Well, thank you, JP, for that uh, update on your, your visitation. No problem. I just want to say every, to everybody, just think positive. Bring love, a lot of love. Share a lot of love. Do kind things to others. Don't don't do bad things to people or to yourself or to your body. Be be nice. <laughs> Bring positivity to the world and share share the love. Only with a simple hug, with a with a simple smile, you could change somebody's life. You know, I think humanity needs that right now. One of the things that we're going through. I'm into so. that. Thank you, JP. No problem, Doc. You have been listening to Exopolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this channel. Join or start a conversation in the comments. Take the time to explore the vast library of best-selling books, webinars, and podcasts by Dr. Sala. Visit exopoliticstoday.com. Thank you.